The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual assault is so common you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, bulimia, obesity, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have these or any other side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day guys, welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda, talking you. about all things Hollywood. I appreciate that intro because my record does not show it, but I'm definitely the best fighter ever in the world. Says who? Me. I took a, I took a census. I voted. It was declared the truth. Okay, so you took a survey and you were the only participant. It's kind of like when restaurants or, or store owners call themselves like, oh, the top rated this in the in the area. They took it. I had a vote. I asked the three workers I had under my under my uh, on uh, my shift. They all said they all agreed with me. I like that. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's how you do it. Well, we're going to go into a bunch of depressing stuff. Uh, oh, no. Before we do, I know mass shootings, killings, traffic stops. America is a hot mess right now. Uh, and and I seems traffic stops. Oh, I will get into that. But I do want to give a quick shout out to Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon in Palm Springs, California. Thank you for always making me gorgeous. I have a bunch of events coming up and you do a great job with my hair and with my wigs. Believe it or not, I wear a lot of wigs so I don't damage my hair too much. And I want to give a shout out to KMX Stand hair extensions guys check them out they do incredible work real human hair and they get me red carpet ready we also can't forget about my hair sponsor you remember them no in maravilla in cathedral city california always making sure i look awesome when i go out for a fight or when i also go on a red carpet oh fine i guess all of like i i love that the but i don't have hair extensions you don't have hair extensions no, no then well then cam is not for you sponsor me <laughs> you don't need hair what do you <laughs> gonna do put it in your beard yes give me a longer beard that's fantastic. Nice glowing logs. We do have giveaways this week from Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. They are giving away two ATV rides and a float at True Rest, Sedona, or Las Vegas. So we have a couple of giveaways this week. I'm really excited by it. Well, I'm happy we have them. And now into the depressing shit. No. Yes. I refuse. You refuse to go to the depressing stuff. Yes. In fact, whatever depressing thing you make, I will I will find an upside to, to, to what happened. Okay. Try and find an upside to this, boy. Okay. Memphis is going to release the footage of a traffic stop that led to the death of Tyree Nichols, uh, who was stomped to death by five police officers who were then fired from their jobs and now up for second degree murder charges. The family is receiving retribution. No, they're not. Okay. Well, I tried. I guess you can't really do it on that one. No, that's, that's horrible. 
these like five asshole cops stomped this dude during a traffic stop. But why? I would like to know what happened. That's crazy. Did it say they're anywhere? releasing the footage tonight? Okay, at 6 so we'll know. Okay. We'll, we'll know tonight. It's really horrific. Then there have been three mass shootings in the last week. I heard I heard about one recently, but I don't know any details about it. I didn't even know there were three of them for that matter. Yeah, America is kind of going buck wild. Well, it's that's like, why they have COVID's those... over. Yeah. The, the, the shutdown's over. They're like, what do we do to celebrate mass shootings? They're having to catch up for the few years they couldn't do it. It's insane. I, I don't know what... why you guys let everyone have guns. They it's have stupid. memes all over about this exact thing, about just American school shootings. It's, it's, it's not it's just schools. Thing. It's not just schools. Yeah. They've got movies coming out about school shootings now, which is horrifying. It is that common that they've got films coming out about it. Like I think it's... that's important too, because it's happening no matter what. We might as well make sure everyone is aware of it. But at the same time, it's a risk of glorifying it and giving other people a chance. Oh, that looks awesome. I want to be had a movie made about me. It really comes down to the fact that you guys give too many people's guns. Yeah, I, I do understand that. You need to be banned from guns. No, I mean, I, okay, I think hear me out. Have guns the way the way California got rid of automatic weapons yeah. was a bunch of Black Panthers went to the Capitol carrying automatic weapons. And, you know, the, the guys there were pretty racist. And they're like, well, if these black guys can have guns, let's ban this kind of gun. So what we need uh, is to play on people's racism to save us from gun violence. I'm not sure that's a good plan. That's, that's a bad. A very, it's a very odd strategy to say the least. I I personally think if you, you want to ban abortion, you're giving everyone guns. Like this is nuts. Which is it's kind of counterintuitive, isn't it? <laughs> Let we must keep the clump of cells alive till it's born, and then if it dies in school, oh well. Um, but anyways. I think you're allowed to have guns. I this is where we differ. I say have guns, but I do say you have to pass a mental aptitude test to prove that you are capable of handling it. I think you need to be minimized on the kind you have. You don't need an M60 machine gun. You don't need an M32 rotary grenade launcher. If you want a handgun, have a handgun. I think the best thing for you to own is a musket, quite frankly, because it gives you time to think when you're pissed off. <laughs> takes you it takes you a minute and a half to load up that shot. You may not want to load it up and then miss and have to do it again. If you're really mad at the person, you may just be like, ah, fuck it, I'll get him next time. There was a great comedy skit where they said charge $50,000 a bullet. Oh, that would be hilarious. You got to really think it through if you want that. Everyone can have all the guns in the world, but the bullets are just ridiculously expensive. <laughs> I think what catches me with the whole thing, I didn't grow up in a country. I grew up in a country with gun control yeah. and national health care. You guys have, everyone can have a gun, but nobody gets health insurance. Like it, it's it's insane to me. That's be so more people get hurt, put in health insurance claims, get denied, have to spend more money. It's it, Capitalism is king here. Australia all, is a capitalist country but too. You guys, we don't have, you have like moral values though. Too. You're like you're like moral capitalism. No, everyone actually. I got had people saying that we're like a socialist country. I was like, yeah. well, we're democratic socialists. Um, you're very you're very socially socialist. We're not socialists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, you you play loose and goosey with the rules. We're still a capitalist country. But again, you care. But we're a democratic monarchy. That's true too. I think the difference here is it's every, it's very doggy dog. We will make the most money we possibly can, regardless of anyone else's situation. There is a lack of empathy, and I, no one says you have to care about the next guy, but it does kind of help civilization if you do. I think America is much more tribal in their political beliefs and much less community oriented. At least that's been my view since I've been here. Yeah, I grew up in a country where, you know, this is going to sound terrible. Mm -hmm. My parents would send me to the store to buy them a, a bottle of wine with a note. And then the... You could used to do that here. You really? used to be able to do that here with cigarettes. Um, there was a time where you could do it with even medications. 
But as as we've gotten older as a country and rules have changed, we're like, now you couldn't even oh, do please. that. You guys are the baby country of the world. You guys what? are still in the I'm toddler phase. I'm saying older as just like, time right now, goes on. You're just teething and having tantrums. That's what I'm telling you. It's all the time. 200-year-old <laughs> country. I don't want to hear your bullshit. Hold I'd on, like to find everyone. Every now. time we use bad language, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear because we We're care. We're like two and a half. Okay. okay. We're 250 two and a half. years old. Yeah, yeah that, but that's the point. You guys are in your terrible twos. Yeah. The reality is, uh, oh, I do want to say a shout out. Free MMA is doing a fundraiser. So if you want to help a bunch of uh, underprivileged kids foster kids and kid kids like just a whole bunch of kids whole bunch of adults keep martial arts do you want to do it it's your thing well i'm just sitting here thinking why gun violence and tantrums makes you think of my nonprofit. but okay just keep going tell them Free what you're doing MMA doing a fundraiser is a, a non-profit mixed martial arts studio where we teach everyone ages four and older how to defend themselves for absolutely no cost we are running a fundraiser right now on instagram you can go to my page at bear fiorda to donate to that nonprofit, we've raised so far over a fifth of the goal at about fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars out of five thousand. So, I have one thank you to everyone who's donated. Too, I look forward to seeing everyone else who can support the nonprofit. And if you don't want to donate, that's okay. We just ask if you share the link to as many people as possible. Well, maybe if they uh, went to your gym, they wouldn't be shooting each other. I agree, but apparently there's also gym shootings too. Like it, it's just, it's a weird, it's a trend. A, you actually had one itself. of your students defend herself and her mother from, from a home invader with a gun. Right. And I think that also plays into how easy it is to get a gun in this country. I think it's- What some... happened with your student? Um, so at, at, at some point they were getting, they had a home break in with just her and her mom there. And the guy was holding her at gunpoint. The woman who was on the like, same team as the guy started rummaging through the house uh, at some point she saw an opening i don't know what happened i guess the guy lost focus and, and she, she just said she saw his face so and yeah well she saw his face so i think they were probably afraid that he was going to kill them and so she just took a hail mary and punched this guy as hard as she could she dropped him she broke her hand and they got the gun away and then they held them till the police got there police came got him arrested and they kept all their stuff that said i don't advise anyone to physically act out against someone who's pointing a but firearm at you but if you do think you're going to die and there's no chance of survival, you might as well fight back. It clearly worked. It you got to be really proud of that student. I, I was definitely proud of her. She did. Um, I don't. It's, it's funny to say that I'm proud of her for punching out the guy with the gun because anyone else would be like, that's awesome. But for me, it's like, uh, just make sure you're worried. Just make sure you were certain you were going to die. Like, mm -hmm. don't if, there's, if you don't think you're going to die, don't risk your life like that because it's just stuff but i think in her case with their faces seen she was pretty sure they weren't going to make it out well shout out to hope for saving yours and your mom's life yeah absolutely that's you know, like, really cool yeah. so your nonprofit literally saved lives it literally saved lives it, it, I, the mother told me it gave her the confidence to act was what i was told and i think that's important enough i think so do you know it, it's much better than your plan when you were teaching me martial arts what to fuck you yeah yeah I mean, that said, you didn't have a gun pointed at your face. So, I mean, we did have other things to fill I time with. I still thought that was a cell phone in your pocket. It was never a cell phone in my pocket. <laughs> I don't remember saying that to you, honestly. Oh, my God. That's such a weird lie. I think I made it up. You made it up in your head to make yourself feel better. He totally told me there was something else. <laughs> You're traumatized. You were trying to repress like, the memories. You me as your martial arts student. I, you can't fire a martial arts student. I just stopped training you because I didn't like the dynamic of being a coach and... 
um, praying, I technically would be praying on a student because there's a different mindset. When you go into a gym or a dojo, you think that that guy is the top dog. He's wearing a black belt. He's in charge of the class. So you immediately give him a ton of respect that he may or may not actually deserve given how he really treats people. You don't know. You just met him. So for you, me particularly, I'm like, well, I may be an instructor now, but I don't want her to feel pressured to, to do anything with me because I'm teaching her this stuff or because she thinks I'm in charge, which I ended up being in charge of the relationship anyways, not the point. So I just stopped that. You fired me as your student. And it listen, listen. Why didn't listen. you tell me, hey, I'm not going to teach you because I'm into you? Because then you may not have gone for it. I wanted to stop <laughs> and then try and date you the natural way, which was you weren't aware of it until later on. <laughs> I thought we were just hanging out. The way we started out was so weird. I know. I, it's, I, I don't know. But I do have to say, I mm -hmm. think martial arts has made a big difference in, it's... in a lot of people's lives. Uh, anyway, there is a fundraiser for that, guys. If you want to help people, you can give money to the nonprofit or you can share it on your own social media to get other people to give money. We'll put up a link today for that. We have, and... about, we have about one minute till break. Well, and to drive it back real fast, I think if people were in martial arts more often or had some kind of structure, we would not have nearly the amount of school shootings that we do. Well, you're a pretty angry kid yourself. I don't know if I would ever shot up a school, but I'm just saying I think it helps mitigate these problems. Yeah. I, I just, I don't think we should be making, I'm I'm caught. The filmmaker in me really thinks we should be. No, this should not have been a movie. No. No. no I'm sorry. Been. I think it glorifies and makes them think it's really cool. And I get a movie made about me if I shoot a bunch of kids. So let's do it. So no. I think the best comment I ever heard on school shootings was by Marilyn Manson. Oh, okay. The Columbine shooters were huge fans of his. And yes. the press asked him what he would have said to these kids. And he said, nothing. I would have listened. I think we need more mental health help for children, especially, especially coming out of COVID. Most kids are a couple of years behind emotionally. They're not where they need to be because they've been locked down for a couple of years. Yeah. So I think we need more mental health help for the kids. We need more mental health help in general, which means we need national Medicare. See how I wrap that around? Agreed. All right, guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, I will stop spouting my democratic socialist ideology. No, I won't. Yeah, you commie. <laughs> no, no, I won't. And we will be on with the one, the only Ellie Ringo from Ellie Knows Rocks. You guys know who she is. You love her. And you've asked to have her back on. So I swear we'll get to at least a couple of your questions. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiorda. And we'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. 
It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage who's sitting here bored to death and twitching bear fiora why are you bored like why okay well you're staring off no i'm just waiting for you to finish your intro Ugh, you act like it takes too long you are taking things way too personal i know i think i'm nervous i have a nose job uh on monday and i'm kind of nervous so i'm kind of snippy about everything Hmm? you should let me do the intro once okay i'll I'll make a great intro you intro ellie then all right no no to us to us? To us. Okay, I'll let you do the intro when we come back next break. Absolutely. Okay. Also, you're afraid of your nose? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to die on the op- operating table. Oh, from the nose. I they said you're afraid of your nose. I love you so got much. Got your nose. I hate you so much. Um, what, Guys, I've gotten way distracted. Welcome back to the show. We're on with our guest, the one, the only, Ellie Ringo. She has Ellie Knows Rocks. I know you guys follow her. You ask me all the time how she's doing, so she's here to tell you. Ellie, welcome to the show. Hey guys, how are you? Good. So good, good. I gotta tell you, Ellie, you have one of the worst cases of uh page suppression I've ever seen. It took me months. Isn't it it terrible? took me going back and forth with TikTok to find out there was a whole campaign from like four people every time you streamed, every time you posted, going in and flagging you. Mm-hmm. So tell me I, about it then, because it, it still baffles the shit out of me. <laughs> so basically, um, I, I don't know why, but you have a couple of girls that are not huge fans of yours. And what ended up happening is you do like a duet with someone and it would go to your crowd, but it wouldn't redirect their crowd to you. You do a post, it, it wouldn't direct that way. And you got flagged and flagged and flagged and flagged. Now, the way to fix that is you're going to turn off being monetized, leave it for a few days, and then just flip it back over. That's it. That is yes. the entire fucking fix. I actually fix. just did that a couple days ago. Oh, well, and there you go. There you you're go. already ahead of the game. Why did that, why does monetization affect the... Because when you're monetized, when people complain, it affects sponsorship and it affects uh, your reach okay. big time. So so by not yeah. being monetized for a couple of days, um, it won't matter what they say? Pretty much. Okay. And then it reevaluates her when she re-monetizes. So you just have to unmonetize for a few days. Wouldn't it suck if you're like, you, you demonetize yourself and you like apply and they're like, sorry, you don't meet our standards, Ellie. Oh I my gosh, I'm, that might TikTok happen. Down. That's so bad. Uh, you know what's funny? And it, this was recent too, uh, YouTube for that matter, because I know you're getting really big on YouTube, screwed over a lot of its mm-hmm. creators recently by rolling out a new um, curse and um, language rule mm-hmm. for everybody. And so if you- Yeah, that eight second rule, right? Yeah. If you said anything inappropriate in the first eight seconds of your video, you were demonetized. It didn't matter what your video is about. Yeah. Anything inappropriate. It, it, I actually had, I heard creators talk about how it could have even been as little as like crap or damn or something simple demonetized. Nothing. 
Yeah. And so, and they didn't tell anyone. This was like a secret rollout. And so thousands of people just lost money on a lot of the videos. So they figured out, oh, they have this stupid time limit on it now. It's it's really mm -hmm. bad. I, I did find the people that had done that to uh, Ellie's page. We should call them out. Yeah, and see, no, I don't, we I, should I, not there, because their stuff is They're my loving haters. And um, I think I've been getting it across all the board about all of this. And it's been... It's been stressful to say the least. However, through all of that, like my YouTube keeps growing. So, you mm -hmm. know, thank God I've got some really loyal people that keep searching me out and finding that. So that's really awesome. But yeah, the, all of the other social media platforms, people are just attacking me lately. And so the, the word shadow band has never been bigger in my eyes than it has been like lately. So and just take I'm waiting yourself for it to go away. <laughs> <laughs> Take yourself off being monetized for a hot minute off all pages mm -hmm. and then flip back over and let yourself yeah. grow for like a week without it. But the, um, uh -huh. the, the big thing, the big thing on it is uh, I, I think the main, the main two will not be bothering you anymore. I've heard. Oh, I freaking hope not. Mm -hmm. That's. I think it's excellent as well. You're growing on YouTube. Have you been able to monetize there too? Cause they do. Offer... Don't unmonetize YouTube. <laughs> they do if offer you're monetized, a lot don't more um, money than any other platform right now. So I've been monetized on YouTube since, um, uh, like, I first applied for it right when I got over to Greenland. And I was approved because oh, nice. I had enough watched hours and followers. So I've been monetized since I, um, like, basically got a 1,000 followers because I already had enough watch hours. Like, people loved watching it. So that was awesome. Um, I think the thing that they're doing now, and I'm not exactly sure for sure, but starting like February 1st, they're saying that people that have X amount of followers plus X amount of views for their short videos mm -hmm. can now go in and monetize all their stuff. Yeah. And I'm they not can. okay with that. Um, no. Just because no, I had to grow with so many hours of full-length videos watched before I could monetize. But now, you know, Google and YouTube, as big as they are, which, you know, that's awesome. I'm glad they're doing what they're doing. They're making it so that, you know, people are pulling more of their stuff over to YouTube to do more shorts on YouTube so they get more views. But still, it kind of stings a little bit because I'm like back there with that crowd. It's like I've been working and clawing at this forever. And someone <laughs> has a viral short and gets a ton of followers. I'm like, well, this is kind of shitty. So I'm like yeah. in that middle zone where I care, but I don't care. But there's nothing I can do about it. So like I'm, have... I'm in that time they they they're changing it's not going to be a thousand out a thousand followers and that off the short it's a, actually a much higher higher benchmark to get it off the short they're kind of going they they're trying to bite into tiktok's audience you you're Can literally you the equivalent of like you know they the granddad is like i had to walk 60 miles in the snow and <laughs> hurricane katrina to get to my school and you kids can just hop in an uber you know, that's, yeah. that's the vibes you're giving me right now, Ellie. Um, now, Ellie, would that's you tell everyone? <laughs> you tell everyone who you are for anyone new that doesn't know and where to find you. Oh, wh um, wh what did you say? Where to find me? Yes. Who who, who are, are you, you, Ellie? And where can they where, find you? Where do you live? We need exact each addresses. Oh, shut up! Social security anyone number. Who wow! Know wow! You, wait, Ellie, wait, tell wait, them who you are. TMI. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I am Ellie Ringo actress, uh, uh, YouTuber, geologist extraordinaire. I'm 
have Ellie Knows Rocks, and I'm on YouTube, and I'm on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and uh, Facebook and Snapchat, and you can find me at Ellie Knows Rocks or at Ellie Ringo, and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of it's cool making all of the content, but like the haters lately get you down, but you kind of you got to get over it. You can't necessarily let them know they're doing that. I keep, I still keep posting. And I just glare, kind of hoping that, you know what, I hope the haters keep watching my stuff. And Think of your... it this way. Even if they're hating you, they're watching. That's I point. encourage hate watching. Speaking yeah. of hate watching, you got Velma going on. Velma's supposed to be terrible. Have you seen that show yet or heard of that show, Ellie? I've heard of the show. I saw the billboards in L.A. last week, but I haven't seen it. Is it? Have you? I I have been, I've been told and seen clips to agree with that it is the worst rated animated tv show uh of its kind to date oh my gosh i'm gonna have to watch this because of that and then it's funny hbo put out a little uh like tweet that said hey velmo ranked as the highest hbo animated uh tv show to ever be released and it's like well yeah you only re- it's hate watching well you oh, he's, they've only released the one like, i think they have maybe another yeah. one from years ago but they don't do animated shows <laughs> It's hate watching. It is hate watching, and maybe that's how maybe that's how you're gonna build your new your next like bunch of followers. Ellie, just get all these people who don't like you are gonna no, be like she doesn't have watching enough. you out she of anger. She actually doesn't have enough haters. She doesn't. No, oh. you got way more haters than she does. <laughs> she's just Ellie's sweet. So when someone doesn't like her, she's like, "Why?" And she'll see it where you're just like, "Man, eh, fuck them." <laughs> Ellie cares. That's important. You have to care about your content, but don't take it to heart. You know, it's not like you're doing anything wrong. They're just really mean people, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you you don't want to take it too personal, but I'm going to jump a little bit from. Well, I I was going to jump in and say, we've got a couple of cons coming up. I'm going to actually be pulling Ellie onto some panels with us. Oh, excellent. I haven't told her yet. So don't tell her. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it just like we did. uh... Yeah. don't, Don't tell her. She doesn't know yet. She doesn't know. No. Oh my God, Ellie! Did I spill the beans? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to ruin the surprise. I guess someone spilled the beans. I know now. I don't know what they are, but you guys do this a lot. You know that, right? You get me on here, you spring something on me. I was like, well, I didn't know, but cool. I know now. Apparently, I'm doing this. You're welcome. (laughs) I don't hear a thank you. Yeah, why? Why would she thank you? Because thank you. That's a good point. I don't know why she would thank me. If you're looking for a thank you. Thank you. Yes, I need it. I, I what need, do you need to thank you? I what have you praise. Done? I need to know that I'm amazing every day of my life. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, wow. And this a is the normal person for me. Uh-huh. That is the normal personality of somebody on social media. If you would like a down-to-earth social media person, there's always Ellie Knows Rocks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, Ellie, literal what's going earth. on in your world now? Um, A whirlwind. Um, I'm actually, I am working on, um, studying to get my pilot's license so that I will be able to fly different places. Um, that has been a little, yeah, it's kind of a new thing. Um, I just got picked up by an agency in Arizona in the Phoenix area. I'm excited about that. It's for commercials, that kind of thing. That's exciting. I've been doing a lot more collaborations with some bigger, um, YouTubers, uh, mainly good. the crystal collector. He's really cool. Um, took me out. We had a whole day of just amazing fun looking for minerals, joking about, um, really awesome human. Uh, he's, you know, posted me in some of his videos, which have done very well. And then like, surprisingly, all of these little 
extra things on like Facebook. Um, they're now starting to view my videos because I've had a couple really viral ones for my geology mm-hmm. stuff. And so you now have. they're monetizing my reels, which is awesome. And I recently learned Facebook so, wait, does reels for that matter. Been really, really cool. That's great. That's awesome that everything's taken off. Really. I can't, yeah, I can't think of anyone that deserves success more than you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, we have about two minutes till break. I'm going to give a shout out and say, make sure you are following Ellie Knows Rocks. I see you there. Follow Ellie Knows Rocks. Make sure you're following us, of course, on TuneIn BTS. And me personally at Bear Fjorda. Yeah, okay, fine. He can follow him too. I, I listen, listen. I I make the show. Okay, I am the show. Man, without me, please, Ellie and I can bad. replace you Ellie. Don't have Ellie anything. Can replace you in two me. minutes. You know what's funny about that? We have a who would you have as the as the guest speaker when I had to step out the first time we? Oh, had Sonia. A, Sonia Hardy. Yeah. It didn't take you a week to figure it out and make a better show than what I've been on. <laughs> That's how fast it was. Just to replace <laughs> it. <laughs> Like, Actually, oh, I, I would have been. I would have brought Ellie on as my co-host, but you were with her at the show, so I yeah, get she was. You know, she was the reason we even got on. Let's make a deal to begin with. And you did. You're on. Let's make a deal. I can't tell anyone what happened. I think we're banned from that, right? Yeah, hasn't been released. Yes, yet. yes. No, we cannot tell anyone what happened because it hasn't aired. But I was on the show. I'm allowed to say that. Excellent. That counts. You guys should definitely watch the show with Ellie. Her top falls off. That gets lots of attention. That'll get lots of viewers. <laughs> That doesn't happen. Live on air. Yep. That does. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm live. Live on wild. air. Course it pops over. Very cool stuff happens, guys. We're gonna go to break. When we come back, we are gonna be on with Ellie Ringo at Ellie Knows Rocks. My co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiorda. I'm of course Summer Helene. We'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. 
That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. What's going on, everyone? It's your buddy, Baron. Welcome back to The Bear Show, where it's all about me. No, I'm oh. kidding. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes with my co-host, Summer Helene, and our very special guest, Ellie Ringo from Ellie Knows Rocks. Um, I asked her to let me do the intro, and that was her fault, really, that that happened. So, G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back Pretty to Behind much. the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my very special guest, Ellie Ringo, and an idiot beside me. <laughs> Now, I, I wanted to jump into this topic before we left, but I realized we we're running out of time before the break. But Ellie, you got picked up by an agency to do, uh, I believe it was commercial work mm-hmm. over in Arizona. How did they or how did you find them? I looked up like all of the, you know, SAG uh, franchise sort of um, or SAG approved agencies in Arizona, people that were decent, people with good reputations, you know people that aren't the scammers that, you know, want you to pay them to be on this or this or that or pay for all their stuff. And <coughs> John Robert Powers. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, stalking them politely and um, applying to them a couple times, giving them my work, um, and eventually they saw me and they wanted me to do auditions for them uh, via self-tapes. And uh, after they saw my slate and they're like, oh, my gosh, we, we love you. You're adorable. Let's, I want to talk to you in person, though, first. So we chatted um, and the, uh, the latent agency was just they were very, very sweet and kind. And um, she was amazing to talk to. And they, they said they, you know, they have big hopes to get me some good commercials and they love my personality and they have zero people that are like me. So that's pretty cool. I filled a niche in an area that they don't have. So fingers Ellie, crossed. Wow. I will Nobody be has anyone like you. Yeah, that's a good point. You are one of a kind. <laughs> You're brilliant and you look like a Barbie. Who has one of them? Thank you. <laughs> Do you- are we allowed to drop the name of the agency, by the way? She did. Oh, you did. Okay, I must have missed it. I'm sorry. So if you want Ellie, oh, go through her Layton. agent. Mm-hmm. Layton. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Well, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any interest in a particular commercial? Like, are you a type of commercial you like? Do you want to do like, I don't know, baby powder commercials? Do you want to do like motocross commercials? Is there even a difference in what you do there? Yeah, there's tons of difference in that. Um, like, I, I want to do the ones that pay well. <laughs> sketches pays well. I did sketches, sketches pays, pays well. well. And Victoria's Secret used to pay well. I, I think now they're hiring everybody, so that doesn't count. But Fendi pays well. Yeah, they hey, are they're hiring, hiring everybody. everybody. I, I used it was a um what that one song like killed them right yep just whatever you do don't um, go and work for mm. m&ms on a commercial why not m&ms don't because work with m&ms yeah well i was gonna make jokes saying how they're gonna try and give you a weird background uh story and then the audience is gonna hate you because they literally stopped using all the animated m&m people because M&M's, the company, decided to write a bunch of weird background stories for each and every character, and they got a ton of hate. And so now they're just axing all huh. of those guys. You never see oh another gosh. M&M's character on TV. They're done. Absolutely. The green one, the yellow one, red one, they're gone. I really liked the green one. Oh. It was the only It was the only trans M&M, because the green one started as a uh, green peanut M&M. Then mm-hmm. they took the nut out. Now it's just a green M&M, and it's a lady. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who's the governor of Florida? Who's the governor of DeSantis. Florida? DeSantis. DeSantis went on and publicly stated he can no longer find the green one sexually attractive because of its background story, so he doesn't support the change. It's an 
Eminem. Actually you actually want to fuck an Eminem? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so lost. This is I can't believe what our world is coming to. That everyone hates Eminems because of their backstory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, my thing is too. Why give them one? You you don't listen. I understand yeah, M and M's are important to the world. It's an M and M. They're they're candy coated like chocolate with like stuff inside. Well, wow. apparently, whatever was inside of the green M M&M and M, DeSantis didn't rock with, so he didn't want to want to support it anymore. <laughs> he didn't want to fuck the green M M&M. and M. That is unbelievable. Look, as a man, you get thoughts, oh right? You get horny thoughts. You think of a lot of things you can put your penis in. I don't think a lot of people have thought about putting their dick in an M M&M. and M. I hope clearly not, but you know that someone's has. out there. Just, yeah, clearly him. Rule 34. Rule 34. There's a porn, there's a porn of, if it exists, there's porn of it somewhere. Uh, now, oh I'm going to ask you, Ellie, now that we've gotten way yeah. off topic. Uh, That's the best yeah. part of the show. I, it, <laughs> yeah. Fuck the there's script. a new Indiana Jones coming out. Um, it's going to be Harrison Ford again. For you, when you watch those uh-huh. kind of archaeologist movies, do you think a geologist version of that would be interesting? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I I think it would be amazing. Um, I so think that pitch uh, me when, the I, geologist when I first one. got my geology degree, I wanted to also be an archaeologist. But honestly, the archaeologist campus was too far across town. So I was like, yeah, I'll just be a geologist, but I'm not going to get a minor <laughs> in archaeology. But I still studied it. Um, a little bit, but to mix things together or to have something that revolves around like geologic features and especially about the wonders of the world and stuff like that. And from a geologist perspective, I think that people would get on board with it because people love those adventure shows and those adventure topics. I mean, I loved Indiana Jones from when I was a kid. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I have a full Indiana Jones outfit, including the whip and the backpack and the hat and like all of it. I wanted to be that person. You're going to get a whole new set of audience members you may not appreciate by telling them that you have a whip. Let her get the audience members. Ellie looks like a Bobby. Are you kidding? That's why I'm saying it's she's not some fugly lady in a whip. She's Please, like the continue one, being sexist. She's the one that everyone. And there are fugly men too. I'm not sexist. I'm equal opportunity for everyone. Well, there this are is ugly true. people. I, in I every kind of gender. agree with him. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Ellie. All right, all right. Coming to my rescue. So you think, so a geology movie about uh, the kind of the wonders of the world. Now, we pitched you to um, Nat Geo and to PBS, and we actually have PBS, we have to call in February, who wanted to talk about you and doing a show following you. Uh, I think that would be awesome. I agree. Is that what you'd want to do? Like wonders of the world or what would you, what would the Ellie show be about? I guess for starters, it would be what the budget would be. But I think that just the fact that it, like if you were based, say for starters in the United States, there are so many things in the United States that people have no idea exist here, whether it's amazing landscapes created by geology, whether it's amazing minerals that because of different influxes of, volcanics and our earth moving around that's here which is fantastic but then you also have like the continental drift that's going on the african rift right now is a place where you can measure the drift and see the continental drift in real time and that's like if you're taking like pangea when it all pulled apart and became mm-hmm. all of the continents that we are now like it used to be together well right now that african rift is pulling apart like geologists aren't sure if it's going to create a whole nother area, if something's going to break off and it's going to become a new continent or if it's going to be pushed up from the sea. There are so many theories around it, but 
like checking out each and every one of these like little things. That's that kind of stuff people don't think about. They don't see it. You know, like the you can go through a continental divide and you can dive through it in Iceland. I mean, you know, people don't know that these things exist. And I think bringing light to more geology around the world and just in our everyday life and how it affects the things that we see and do. I think that would be really cool to to see because I've never seen anything like that on TV. I think it's absolutely crazy that you can dive through a continental divide. Also, um, I'm I guarantee if it splits off, there's going to be one dude with one house right in the middle, and he's just going to be freaking the fuck out as it starts splitting in half. <laughs> I hope so. That would be so cool. I hope so. Well, Wait, but for his house to be there. <laughs> <laughs> He owns two pieces of property, one in each country. So for you, how do, right. you, how do you feel as a geologist about flat earthers and oh people God. that say the earth is 2,000 years old? I think they're nuts. Um, but <laughs> Concise. Like, just straight up. You are freaking crazy. Because even if you look, um, like if they've ever been in a plane, say, you can see the earth curve. If you've ever been on a boat and you're on the, the water, you can start to see the curvature of the earth. Like if you're on top of a high mountain, this mm -hmm. isn't new. And I mean, the, just all of the theories around it, Fake news. you know, the things that are debunked and proved through scientific theory and, and knowledge and people are still going around going, Oh no, you know, there's no anything, nothing's round. Everything's flat. You know, it's like, where do the, fuck does the water actually go people it doesn't just fly off into oblivion and then magically land back up on the earth somewhere uh, um, that's, that's the, the current the current argument is if the world was round all the water would fall to the bottom oh my gosh there's, there's <laughs> gra gravity now, i was gonna say now that's a lack of physics understanding yeah, gravity I think, think there's an up and down in the universe I'm i sure. well, think i think what happened is the earth once was flat and then isaac newton discovered gravity and it reshaped but there's a lot of people who don't quite understand the new theory yet uh -huh. understand how the yeah I, i'm gonna listen to the geologist not you i'm listening to uh, the scientist you you shush you get punched too much you get punched this is why i, I believe think these that things. there's a lot of uh a lot of things that children might be lacking in school <laughs> if, you know, they're, you know, this is what's going on. I, I think a lot of generation is being raised by people that have no idea what they're talking about. Like a lot of armchair experts and yeah. the, the flat earthers come into that range of they think they know what they're talking about. But it's like, come on, all of these things, you know, the theory of relativity, the gravity. Um, all are the actual physics, the pull of the, you know, the gravitational pull of the moon on the earth, you know, to create our tides and, and changes and weather. And this wouldn't happen if we were flat, like the, nothing. I mean, and for, furthermore, if you, if we were flat, if we had no gravitational pull on us, if we were walking up a hill, the closer we get to the sky, the faster we would float. Like the flat earthers should think about that. If there is no gravity here, if we're just walking around flat because everything's flat, if you started to walk up a hill, you would start to float because you would be further away from the earth. Like that, I don't understand why they think this. They're just they're nuts. I just want to see floating people screaming one day to help. I would love to see that too, but it's oh, not going to happen uh, unless Ellie, I want to get together with you. 
I want to get together with the I want to start a nonprofit. And here's the nonprofit's goal. We are going to raise funds and to buy a rocket ship. And we are going to send flat earthers up one group at a time to show them that the earth is round. But we are not going to give them the fuel for a round trip. They stay up there. <laughs> they stay oh, up there and idea. they die. They die knowing they're wrong. And then we send the next group yes. up. We put yep. thousands of satellites in the sky. Just a couple more spaceships isn't going to hurt anybody. So nope, nope, it's not going to hurt at all. What about now? What about people that say the Earth is two thousand years old? I had last time you were on, we had a Christian group write in very upset because you were talking about the Grand yes. Canyon and some different things. Uh, what do you say to those that say the Earth is two thousand years old? Well, the people that are saying this, they're they're very religious. They've read, you know, through the Bible. I have also read the Bible, being grown up in a religious family. Um, there are a lot of stories. There are also a lot of books that were left out of the Bible. That's a whole other subject, mm -hmm. but you know, people should chew on that for a second. Um, the the fact that we have carbon dating, carbon dating, which is something which is wood, something that our bones are made out of, all that kind of stuff can be dated way the hell back further than just that two to six thousand year old range. Not to mention, you know, our um, our half-lives that we can physically date in labs, and we have the evidence that, you know, crystals that are 4 billion years old. You can't make up those numbers. Half-lives, people don't understand, is half of the life that it takes for a certain um, element to decay. And these theories have been gone over bazillions of times by hundreds of thousands of people to get the same number over and over again. And, you know, uplifts, if they would look, you know, if the world's only, you know, 2,000 years old or 6,000 years old, then how were the mountains formed and people, you know, 100 years ago didn't experience such tremendous earthquakes that we still have the same infrastructure that we had a couple hundred years ago? Like, if our Earth was moving that quickly and changing that fast, like telephone uh, poles and um, all of our electrical systems and buildings that were put up, they would have all been annihilated because again if we go back to like continental drift and stuff like that when everything pulls apart that can't happen in 2000 years or 6000 years it's physically impossible for it to happen for us to have any of the infrastructure that we call historical would all be gone it would disappear like people that were mining way back in like the 1600s um to you know get different minerals and whatnot the, the earth would have been moving so fast with the fault structures that they would have all died underground and nobody would have been able to extract things. And I think that these people, they just, they want to believe so badly in their religion that whatever cult they're in tells them that this is how old something is. So this is what we're going to believe without any scientific evidence to back them up. Um, I, I would love to go head to head with one of those people and have them quote to me what they think and me be able to throw scientific evidence at them to show them exactly why they're wrong. I need to get you on Jubilee. They do a whole thing online about this. Oh, yeah. We need we need to get her on Jubilee. Um, well, I don't think they believe in continental drift. I think they believe the Earth was made as it is. Yeah. I, I, I believe you're right if I'm if I'm thinking back at that. But again, like it it's happening right now in real time that our continent is splitting um, or not ours, but um, the African rift is splitting off of the continent. You can see it split. It grows by centimeters, or maybe it's millimeters. I could, I could be off, but 
every year. And you can see the movement. You can see the scarp that it's creating, which is fresh ground exposed that nobody has ever seen before. And if people don't take that as like real life science, I mean, there's, there's no hope for those people. <laughs> Ellie, I, I want to get together with the Instar nonprofit. Oh, God. And we, and we are going to raise money <laughs> to fund the research and creation of a, of a, uh, of a time traveling device. And we're going to gather all the creationists and send them back just 6,010 years, just enough to show them that they're wrong, barely, but we're not gonna put a function for them to come back. So they get to live out the rest of their lives 6,010 years ago. Uh, this sounds a lot like the first nonprofit you two were creating. I, I have a lot of nonprofit <laughs> ideas that involve just stranding people out in places they can't get back from. So I think you really do. You really love marooning people. <laughs> so for you, Don't Ellie... get on a pirate ship with Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you out to sea and leave you. So. For you as a scientist, is the lack of scientific education that's being given to kids difficult now? Because I know a lot of kids that watch you, that's the most geology they learn. That's the most they're learning. Yeah. I, I can agree to that. I yeah. Know much... watching, yeah. watching how little science they actually give in schools, and this is coming from you know uh, me being a bonus parent to my fiancé's son. Um, he had a geology class three years ago, I think, and mm -hmm. for a week they they studied rocks. And I said, "What'd you learn?" And he said, "Oh, well, there's three types of rocks: there's metamorphic, there's sedimentary, and there's igneous." And I said, "And what else?" He's all, "I don't know." And I went, "Oh, wow, that's all they do. Like, sure, you know that there are three forms." of a rock type, but like, what else are they showing? So if they're only giving kids like the rocks, what are they teaching them? Like once it gets to high school and, and watching, um, my fiance's other son in high school, they get like very little science at all. They get some science theory, um, nothing that's hands on, you know, they don't get to learn yeah. about like the dinosaurs and where they come from and why they're there and, and like, or geologic digs that find all kinds of stuff and, and why stuff is, is happening. So I'm taking it upon myself to go, come on, let me take you out and show you where to find crystals and where they come from and why. And so watching their minds get blown about, are you serious right now? There is such a lack of any form of physical science that is being taught in school that it's so sad because our physical sciences are something that are going to be here forever because they don't I... change. Oh, well, okay, they change, but the theories behind them don't change. Yeah. So that part stays constant, but you can watch the world change and understand why it does based on those theories. The best way I've heard it put is uh, children in America are not taught science. They're taught about science. Yeah. That's and I see, I see the difference in the way I was taught in Australia versus what you guys are taught here. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I can tell you as a going through both all elementary, middle, high school, I know I had science classes. I know I went to a science camp. I don't know what I did in those classes because it just wasn't important enough. I think it wasn't important enough to the school to emphasize it to the students. And so it wasn't. So it's not important to me. I think I think that's why yep. you only remember things that you care about. That's the bottom line. And if you're not mm -hmm. brought up or taught or showed things that are really cool, or interesting or things that could pique your mind especially as a kid, mm -hmm. when you don't have anything stimulating, you're not going to learn it. 
I think, well, I think that's the difference. Yeah. And I think that's what's so great about what Ellie does. Yeah. Ellie knows rocks. And why PBS, when we have this meeting, you better pick her up or I'm kicking your ass. Well, that, that's um, just it. She tells you real information <laughs> in an enthusiastic, exciting and manner. There's great visuals. You found a freaking well, diamond best, recently. The, the best I heard is kids love learning from her and dads love watching the kids learning from her. So oh, that's that was, hilarious. <laughs> uh, well, so you know, I, I have to 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 that. I'm watching a lot of geologists. I'm using air quotes. Come behind me that are like fresh out of college, really don't know what they're talking about. Um, they go to. They've never been to these places that they're talking about. I have. I go there and I touch something and I tell people about it while I'm showing them where it's at. Because if it's a physical science, you have to get off your ass. And you have to go out there in the field and get dirty, which means you know what to bring that's appropriate. You need to know a little bit of survival skills, and you need to do that. An armchair expert of pointing on something on a green screen behind you or pretending that my backyard is the all of geology is getting really old. And these people that are claiming to be geologists that don't have any field work expertise whatsoever, they're really starting to chat my ass. Um, Elliot, I, I, I I get that. I think um, I do want to say we got a comment here. It's Ellie's the modern Mr. Wizard. I love that. And I agree with that. Ellie, we have about <laughs> two minutes left of the show. Shout out again. Tell everyone where to find you. Hey, guys. Um, if you like my craziness and my enthusiasm about geology, I'm Ellie Ringo with Ellie Knows Rocks. And you can find me over all social medias at Ellie Knows Rocks, um, including like I have a website at Ellie Knows Rocks and an Etsy where I sell rocks and different things at Ellie Knows Rocks. And I've been YouTube. really heavy on YouTube and Instagram lately, so you mm -hmm. can follow, come on over and follow. Ellie, we've Excellent. got a, about two minutes left. What do you want to say to everyone out there? I want to say to everyone to tell your kids to get involved in science if they like it. If they're outside in the rocks, if they're doing something, tell them to go for it. I had a little girl come up to me the other day and said that she was the inspiration of why she's going, or I'm the inspiration why she's going to go be a geologist. Oh, and nice. I told her, I said, don't let anything stop you whatsoever. Um, this Christmas, I sent out a lot of videos to parents that wanted me to encourage their kids. So I did like one-on-one -on -one videos for them. Every person that has a dream, you need to follow it no matter what it is. Do not let anybody tell you you can't. It's just one of those things that's going to give you a kick in the butt because no is not an answer. It's just an opportunity. So just keep going. Keep pushing. I love that line and I'm stealing it. Guys, make sure you are following Ellie Knows Rocks, Ellie Ringo. Make sure you're following Bear Fjorda. Make sure you help out Free MMA. Share the link. Share the fundraiser. Thank you so much for joining us on Behind the Scenes. You know we'll have Ellie on again. We love her. And she'll be live with us at some of our panels coming up here within the next few months. I'll be a little stuffy next week because I'm getting a nose job Monday. Shout out to everyone out there. Jump online for our giveaways this week. If you donate to free MMA, we're going to put your name in for a giveaway for one of our giveaways. Thank you, of course, to my co-host, Bear Fiorda. This was Behind the Scenes. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.